Welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook because of rules. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Tuesday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. We're all here uh, rocking our Shady Rays. I can't put them on right now because if I take my glasses off, I won't be able to do the show. That would be a problem. I mean, you could do the no, show. No, I can't do anything. You, you can, could still you, you could can, still talk, right? You, you don't need to see to talk. No. I can't. Try, here, hold I on. Literally Try can't closing see your thing. eyes and then talking. Oh, can't my gosh. You can't. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Yeah, I can't do it. Um, but I'll just keep looking, Deb, as we do on this show. We got some nice. news from practice today. Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane reunited on the top line. Mm-hmm. We've got some uh, not-so-great injury updates. Mm. Uh, we've got the guys talking about coping with a seven-game losing streak. Wrote mm. about that on my Blackhawks beat uh, piece that comes out every Tuesday. It was just published about a half hour ago. So check that out. Lots of cool exclusive video in there from Jake McCabe, Luke Richardson, and uh, Jack Johnson. So why don't we start with the the biggest news, the inevitable news. Kane and Taze back together with Andreas Athanasiu, and boy, he's got to be excited. Oh yeah, yeah. Be, being the the third wheel on that line uh, is not uh, not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I know they used to call it the nuclear option back in the the Q days to put those two guys together. I don't know if it's how nuclear it is anymore. Maybe that was it's a deep fried option. It's like a <laughs> microwave option or a, or. A, uh, M80 option. There you go. <laughs> like it's the, it, listen. Firecracker. It, obviously, they want to get Patrick King going. You know, Taves has done good. But I think the most interesting thing uh, about this that I'm looking forward to, like I, Kane and Taves together. Okay, whatever. Um, I want to see Max Domi on that second line. Yep. Where he's the guy. He's the guy. Stop freaking passing. Stop yes. looking for 88. He's not there anymore. I love Phil Kurashev, but he's no Patrick Kane. Taylor right. Radish is definitely no Patrick Kane. <laughs> no. So maybe this is where Max Domi says, screw it. Yeah. I'm going to just shoot the puck every time I get it. I'm the captain now. Yeah. That's Max Domi. Yeah, that would be, that would be yeah. fantastic. Just because there's just, we've talked about it so much, how much that he defers. And even in, in the, the game on, on Sunday, there was an opportunity for him to shoot a one-timer. And he and he like half shot and decided to pull the puck back and was like, oh no, never mind. Then he put it. And Jack then he Johnson's put it, feet. Yeah, direct. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah th- I mean, that line, that that second line, gives him the opportunity to be, you know, a a, a scoring option, be a facil- be a facilitator of the offense, and not, you know, a part of. Oh, get the puck to Patrick Kane. Yeah, and I think too, like. Look, when we saw that top line debut of Domi, Athanasiu, and Kane, we kind of knew, like, okay, there's going to be some moments that are really, really exciting, but probably a lot more where you're like, this team will never have the puck if yeah. these three don't win the faceoff and control it right away. And there were those moments. So I, I do think that having someone on his line that's willing to go do the dirty work and Jonathan Taves, that's really going to benefit Patrick Kane. And, look, we've been – praising Athanasiu for his two-way play, but he's not the same as Taves going into a corner. trying. He's just not that kind of player. Domi is willing to stand in front and take a beating, but it's not the same. Kane can finally have a guy go do the work for him mm-hmm. um, and and let him get get loose a little bit and create some space. Because honestly, like Domi and Athanasiu are what they are. They don't demand a ton of defensive commitment, 
You know, whereas Kane, that's a guy you got to focus on. But Taze is sort of back in that role now too. Yeah. He sort he sort of re, re, restated himself as a as an offensive threat. So now I think both those guys are going to free up space for each other. So I, I'm really excited to see them together, uh, and and to see you know if Athanasiu is the guy that's sixth there, cool. But there, I think there's a lot of guys that could work on that line. Yeah, I mean, you you'd you'd hope that there'd be enough uh, uh enough players on this team, even with the way that the roster is right now, that could benefit from playing alongside Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane when they're together. Um, I, I what I'm one thing I'm really interested in is you know this pairing these two together is trying to get the offense going at at all costs. Um, I'm just I'm very interested what the rest of the lineup does behind it because if you're just throwing these three out there for 22 25 minutes like just trying to yeah. get the offense going like that's that's great but what else what else is going to happen behind them yeah because i mean if if domi doesn't start becoming that secondary scorer then you really have three lines that are giving you nothing because right. you're not getting much scoring out of the bottom six at all you haven't been all year um so i mean i look at this as Max Domi's chance, I know it sounds weird that technically getting a demotion is now your big chance to actually like take a step forward, but it is. It is. He doesn't have to worry about Kane passing the Kane anymore. So if he can up his game and start becoming a, a consistent scoring threat, then it, I think it helps them long term. Base, you know, flipping them as where they were for for the first twenty one games. As we were watching practice today, it was uh, just thinking about some things to throw into the Blackhawks beat, some little news and notes. Uh, the Blackhawks, uh, of their 21 regular starters listed on their roster right now, nine of them have one goal or fewer. Yeah. 12 of the 21 have two goals or fewer, and Patrick Kane has three. So you talk about what that bottom six is going to create. That's where I think maybe with some time, as you look at the lines, maybe you move somebody up with Taves and Kane, like a Kara, like a Kachuk, somebody like that, and then have Athanasiu or who or whoever play on one of those lower lines, you can spread mm. the scoring out a little bit. It's just so compressed. You just have three guys, yeah. uh, you know, two lines of scoring, and then two that just absolutely can't. So that's it's a t- it's a tough place to be, um, and it's I mean that's what happens when your roster is designed to lose, <laughs> right? Yeah. But um, you'd like to spread it out a little bit more. Yeah, I mean this that's kind of just to be expected with this roster and, and coming out as the lowest scoring offense in the league, like, yeah, you would believe it looking at, looking at this team. So if, if pairing uh, Taze and Kane together again, um, reignites their, their offensive chemistry, like that would be great. And then, yeah, I mean, maybe you, maybe you throw, throw people around, you start, start really getting creative with it. Um, I, at this point of the season, when you've lost, 13 of your last 15, seven in a row, like, you have nothing to lose. Like, try it, yeah. you know? <laughs> try Just something different. Throw it against the wall, see what sticks. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, you've got options you could put up there with Kane and Taves besides Anthony. See if you want to kind of put a scoring threat on the top, each of the top three lines. I mean. Put Kershev up there. But fun. Th- yeah, yeah, I don't mind that. That would be fine, but again, that's still then you just still have two lines if you if you're trying to maybe sure bring one yeah. of those bottom six guys up. So you put Anthony CU down on a third line maybe to give that a, a boost or yeah. Kershev on a third line. I mean, you mentioned Kara maybe, you know, 
A guy like Colin Blackwell might be kind of fun with Kane and Taves. He got some. He's got the speed to hang with with Kane. Mm. I don't know if he's got much after that. <laughs> Offensive no. wise, you know. Yeah. And whistle. Eh, eh. One of your zero goal guy, goal guys. You know. well, he's been yeah. playing better lately. I think he's been a little more noticeable lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's just. That's not an NHL it's player. A, it's on most teams. It's he's. It's not a, th- a scoring threat. No. They're, yeah. they're, they're both both of their. Their third and fourth lines don't have a scoring threat, and with Sam Lafferty missing time, uh, you know that that takes yeah, but somewhat when, of a scoring threat. But, but out, Sam out Lafferty of your hasn't been a scoring threat in a month. Yeah, He's been very pedestrian before sure. this injury. But it's it's he his his speed gives him a little bit more of a of a threat. Yeah. Than than the other guys. What about Kachuk? It's another guy without a goal. Um, I don't know. He's got a little bit more of like the skill set. He's got a little more speed. He's got, I don't know, yeah. he looks the part. He, he just has shown so little. He came back. And what frustrates is his first came back, his first game back, he was all over the place. Yeah. Finishing checks and being a difference maker. And then he's like, well, that was fun. I'm just going to go back to coasting and being a fourth liner now and really yeah. not providing much at all. I think, a, I think a lot of those guys get put in those roles, and sometimes they just – for 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 better or for worse, they buy into oh okay well this is how I stay in the NHL is is playing this kind of role playing this kind of game, um, and not really tapping into their more of their offensive side. I, I think sometimes it works out like with who we just talked about Mackenzie Entwistle. Like the reason he's in the NHL is because his game developed beyond trying to be a scorer like he was in junior and being more aggressive defensively and and, and physical. Um, so I, I think, you know, a guy like Taylor Radish came to Chicago f- being a fourth liner in Tampa Bay, and then he comes to Chicago, gets promoted up up the lineup because I think he tapped in more to his offensive side when he first got here, whereas Kachuk was also, you know, an AHL, NHL tweener with Tampa Bay, fourth liner guy. He's kind of just stayed as that, and maybe that's just what he is. Maybe that just is his ceiling. I don't, I don't really know if he does have that kind of offensive switch at this level of hockey that can be flipped and be, be effective. But what other better time to find out <laughs> is this season in the middle of a seven-game losing streak? Oh, 100%. Right. Now's the time. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you want to give him a, a few shifts up there, why the hell not? Yeah. Like, there's, there's no reason not to. Well, I do like that Luke has been kind of patient with his lines, and he's let them gel, let them form some chemistry. But, yeah. Seven losses in a row, it's time for something. So let's just see how these work for a few games. Give Athena CU some time to figure out the chemistry with Taves and Kane who have played together a ton during their careers and see how yeah. that goes. But, look, I, I just don't mind at this point mixing things up a little bit because something has to be done. Something has to be done. Right. And, look, it's not the fault of the top two lines that had been out there, um, but – when you get to this point in the season and things are going this poorly, the coach is almost forced to make a change. And this one, it just makes all the sense in the world to make. Because yeah. you've got to get Kane going. Right. You've got to find a way. The, the the narrative used to be putting Kane and Taze together because Taze needed to get going. And now it's now it's flipped. And, hey, I mean, even though he's – yeah, even though Patrick Kane leads the team in points, like his game hasn't looked like – Patrick Kane-ish. No. So, yeah, maybe getting him, maybe getting him with with Taze uh, sparks that. Maybe get you know getting him more time with Athanasiu could 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 spark that as well. 
Um, but yeah, I just, I, I just think, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely, we, we've had the same post game show for basically the last five or six really, games truly. where it's like, Oh, well, you know, they gave up the first goal. They weren't able to recover. They had a period of time where they mustered up some sort of comeback and then it all fizzled out. Like that has been the same recipe over and over and over, uh, throughout this, this last like month stretch of the season. So you got to switch it up. You got to, you got to hope for different results by doing something differently. You can't hope for different results by doing the exact same thing. I think someone once said that that was the def- definition of insanity. Yeah. Must have been a smart guy who said that. Yeah. Probably. That makes we sense. can say his name because the, the other guy who didn't believe in that has a jar on our table. So. <laughs> exactly right. He was Albert. Uh, hey, we want to thank everybody who took uh, part of our uh, Black Friday and Cyber Weekend, Cyber Monday sales. And a reminder to go to chgolocker.com and check out our legendary 81 design. Uh, such a special event uh, last week. God, it feels like a month ago, but that was last week. Um, commemorate it with this awesome, awesome design at the CHGO Locker. Go to chgolocker.com. And remember... Diehards save 20% on everything in the CHGO Locker. And if you're not a diehard yet, sign up. When Do you it. sign up, you get a free CHGO shirt or hat of your choice. And then every year upon renewal, you will get another CHGO shirt or hat. You also get discounts on our tailgates, our takeovers. Uh, like I said, all the merch in the CHGO Locker. The thing pays for itself. If you were a member during uh, the Cyber Weekend, you are saving 70% at the CHGO Ooh. locker. So take advantage, become free. a diehard Lots at allchgo.com. Then you can save on this Sunday's tailgate yes. that we're doing before Chicago versus Wisconsin. <laughs> it says Green Bay. All right, fine. Chicago versus Green Bay. Yeah, they don't have a trademark on That's that. That's this Sunday, December 4th. <laughs> we start at 8.30 in the morning. Food from Green Ridge Farm, mm-hmm. Waters from Liquid Death, mm-hmm. Brewskis from Goose Island. That is what we ah, call ah. the trifecta, my friend. That's a hat trick of goodness right there, my mm-hmm. friends. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. Go to allchgo.com to purchase your tailgate ticket. You do not need a ticket to the Bears game to attend the tailgate, but you do need a ticket to the tailgate to attend the tailgate. You can get that at allchgo.com. And, of course, diehards, as always, save on the tailgate. So take advantage of those savings as well. And you said there's a special button for diehards, I think, a special ticket. I believe on the website there's a different porthole for our diehards to get their discounts. Okay. Nice. Don't just go to the regular page. Head to all CHGO. You'll see the diehard tab. Tab. And that's where tab. you that's where you get your your discounts on our events and, Not a our, Coke. Di- and our merch. Not a Pepsi. And, uh, yeah, and keep Not your RC. eyes peeled because there's going to be some really cool events being announced in the very near future that diehards are going to be able to save money on as well. Things you do not want to miss. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, so get that diehard membership today if you haven't got it already. Yeah. Yesterday. S- get it yesterday. And speaking of Green Ridge Farm uh, that will be feeding us at the tailgate, go get some. Go to Go your grocery some. store. Do it, man. Go buy yourself some of the fantastic meat sticks. They come in chicken, black meat. forest beef, jalapeno cheddar, and my favorite, the spicy chili. Mm. 16 grams of protein per stick. They make a perfect post-workout, I don't know what that word means, snack. They're all natural <laughs> and are hardwood smoked for eight hours. 
Uh, Green Ridge Farm is a Chicago local meat and cheese company, and they offer you a better all-natural option. It's not just the meat sticks. You go to the Jewels. You go to the Pete's. You can find Green Ridge Farm deli meats in the uh, luncheon meat case, and it's absolutely delicious. If you haven't tried Green Ridge Farm yet, you don't know what you're missing. They are made from recipes generations in the making, and again, they're all natural, delivering a fresh and flavorful alternative at snack time. You can find them in your refrigerated section at Costco, Sam's Club, or in your local Chicagoland grocery store. And right now, take advantage of this deal, folks. You order any three meat products at GreenRidgeFarm.com and include a pack of meat sticks in your cart. Those meat sticks will be free simply by using the code CHGO at checkout. Green Ridge Farm, simply natural meat. And if you're coming to our tailgate this Sunday and chowing down on some delicious Green Ridge Farm, Mm -hmm. and you do want to go to the Chicago Green Bay professional football match at the Field (laughs) of Soldiers, uh, you can go to game time and grab yourself some tickets while saving lots and lots of cash. Game time is the hottest new ticketing site, and it makes it easier than ever to score the best deals of tickets to sports, contests, and shows. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you thought you could never, you never could, like the 50-yard line at a Chicago Green Bay professional football match? Courtside at a Chicago-Milwaukee professional basketball match? <laughs> or uh, maybe on the glass at a Chicago-Minnesota professional hockey match? <laughs> Close enough. Well, whatever professional match you want to go to, Game Time has the seats that you I've always dreamed of sitting at for the biggest last-minute price drops that can be found. You won't find a better deal on Blackhawks tickets this season. Trust me on that. Game Time is created by the fans, for the fans, guarantees the lowest price. You want to see Connor McDavid and the Blackhawks play tomorrow night for under 20 bucks? Mm. Check out you Game can Time. Do it. Yep. You'll be able to get into the building for eight. Connor freaking McDavid for less than 20 bucks. That's like three bucks for every point he's going to score tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> That's a deal, my friends. And if you love CHGO, then you'll love game time. The best way to support us is buying your tickets through the link in the podcast description. If you're watching on YouTube right now, scroll down, smash that giant thumbs up button on your way down. Then you'll see the link for game time. Click on that for all your ticket needs. Same applies if you're listening to the audio-only version. Wherever you're consuming your podcast, you'll find the link in the podcast description. And join over 15 million people who have used Game Time and score the best seats on all your favorite events. Mm-hmm. And your least favorite events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all those Ops in between. to not go to those ones. <laughs> um, a lot of people in the chat, we haven't gotten any chat comments yet. Um, but people excited about the Kane and Taze reunion. It's nostalgia, baby. Yeah, it's, why yeah. not? It's one of the few things to be excited about right now. Whatever yeah, gets really. people to flip over and tune in, it works. Yeah. You know, a little mm-hmm. excitement in the midst of a seven game losing streak. You know, it, it's like it's like your old friend from college coming to visit in you. You're thinking, man, remember all those fun times we had in college? We got we had a great time. We we're getting drunk, staying out at the four a.m. and then they come visit. and It's like ten thirty at night. And you're like, I want to go to bed. Well, yeah, it's kind of same thing. I uh, yes, boy, I feel that. Wow, Woo. yeah, that's very specific. <laughs> oh, we're kind of like we're kind of like Kane and Taves is gonna be so great. And then like after the first period, we're like, yeah, okay, that, that's 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 a thing. That made way too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you finally got. Joined that age group. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. Uh, we got a note from uh, The Steve. He's writing us the from Scotland. Steve. Hello, he says, Steve. Uh, do you think we'll see Patrick and Johnny getting on each other's nerves on the five-on-three again? Oh, yeah. Those two so. get on each other's nerves all the time. Hosa told us a story. Remember that when he was here, Marion Hosa? That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, that was We're that time. We put the uh, chair up in the rafters. And he was, was saying great. he was just sitting between the two of them like, Pass the puck. No, you pass the puck. No, you pass <laughs> no, the shut puck. Up. And, and you pass the just puck. looking back and forth like, what is wrong with you two? <laughs> yeah. So, hey, yes, I, they will get on each other's nerves as they always do. I hope that they're getting on each other's nerves on a five-on-three because that means the Blackhawks would have earned a five-on-three yeah, power play for be once. Nice. Exactly. And then Pat Max Domi could not shoot it yeah. on a five-on-three. <laughs> hey, Let's see. Where's Jack Johnson's feet? Ah, there they are. Yeah. I hit them in stride, and then nothing happened. Mm, Jack Johnson on a five-on-three power play. Hey, man, you don't have a lot of other options. Yeah. I'm telling you, though, it's true. that goal is coming from him. He has been threatening that goal I hope. every game since I bet on him. I hope it's Jack Johnson that breaks the Blackhawks' streak of oh, not be, having a goal glorious. on the power <laughs> play by a defenseman. It is up to well, how many fantastic. games did play? 21 this year? It's close to 100, isn't it's it? It's over 100. Over 100. It was 87 coming into this game, so that's 108 to my, my math. 108 games without a defensive Power play goal. That's like that's nearly impossible. But not. not. <laughs> but not. And they with haven't this even. But they haven't team. even been close to one either. It's not like you know they've hit a few posts. I mean, hell, for four or five games they weren't even putting a defenseman on the yeah, power play. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's hard to score. They, they can say like, well, that's why you know we just don't. Have, we just <laughs> don't use them. We played five forwards. Well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm interested. By the way, we had a little bit of a scare uh, at practice today. Oh. Get there and. You know, they, they, they have the two rinks at Fifth Third Arena, and usually you have the injured players warming up on the main rink. Then for the first part, they go to the secondary rink. Then they switch back. So I walk in, and here's who's on the ice. Tyler Johnson is skating, Staylock skating, and then there's Seth and Caleb Jones in the non-contact white jerseys. Ugh. And I'm like, uh, what the hell's going on? So me and Tab Bamford uh, from Bleacher Nation are there chatting, trying to figure things out, head over to the secondary rank, and then every Hawks defenseman was wearing white. Ah. So it was like, oh, okay, this is clearly like for some sort of <laughs> drill off, or whatever they're doing they've to been differentiate. They've been suspended for taking penalties nine seconds apart. Yeah, but yeah. when you see those two guys, especially Seth, just coming off an injury and that non-contact jersey, your heart skips a beat a little bit, but everything's fine for them. However, Sam Lafferty looks like it's going to be another week. Uh, least, yeah. Jared Tenorti, a week probably more. Mm. Uh, Luke alluded to a bit of a setback for Alex Stalock, saying after the last few practices he hasn't felt great, so they're dialing it back a little bit on him, and really no update on Tyler Johnson. Yeah, Tyler, they, he, well, they was very careful with Tyler Johnson saying that he didn't suffer a setback, but I think at this point you could say he suffered a setback. Yeah, because it looked like he was ready he's to play. Barely, he's, yeah, he went from looking to be like, Online rushes in full contact to not even participating in practice no. to finally mm. back skating before practice. So that's – I'm no medical expert, but that sounds like a setback yeah, to he's, me. Yeah, he's not even in the non-contact jersey. Yeah. He's, just he's just skating not, on his own before not practice. practicing, yeah. And the drills they were doing this morning, look, I'm, I don't know what they're trying – I don't want to speculate too much, but it looked pretty, like, basic skating stuff, like – Working on strides, working on on pushing off, and those sort of things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I Tower Johnson does not look close. Hmm. So I mean, that's yeah, and that's 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 tough because he was a guy who missed a lot of time last year because of injuries, and and we've you know we've talked to him a few times, and just knowing how much he 
you know, is a leader in the locker room, is is a guy that, you know, brings a lot of a, a lot on his resume, to, uh, you know, as, as a two-time cup winner and came here and was trying is trying to, you know, be a guy that can that can prove that he can, you know, still play at a, at a, at a high level like he was early on in his career with Tampa and it just sucks to see that, you know, the the injury bug is is biting him again and it puts the Blackhawks in it cuz cuz we, you know, Tyler Johnson was seemed like he was close to coming back. Yeah. And we thought, oh, that'll, you know, bring some more lineup flexibility. Oh, it solves us so many problems. Right. And now with with him still out and maybe having a delay in his return, um, and Tenorti and Lafferty missing at least a week, maybe more. They got eighteen healthy players, so their 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 lineup is is their there's, healthy. There's no flexibility. Yeah, th- yeah the raw who they're addressing is who they have. So I wonder if because of those the timeline of those guys being out, I wonder if they bring somebody up either on defense or or. Uh, in the forwards group, or maybe both, I don't know, just to have a little extra padding uh, because, uh, you know, got some road games coming up. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'd be super surprised if they don't call up anybody for that three-game trip to New New York and New Jersey. I mean, yeah, it's easy if you need to get a guy on a flight from Rockford to New York, you can make that happen, but... I wouldn't be surprised if they call up a defenseman and a forward for that three-game trip. It's just it's a lot easier to have that guy on the trip with you because if you get somebody gets hurt in that Saturday game and then uh, you know you got a guy there for Sunday, maybe you recall Regula or Mitchell for mm-hmm. the trip, and then you know Josiah Slavin maybe, or you reward a guy like Brent Sini who's yeah. been very good, or or Cole Gutman who looked impressive in training camp, who's returned from injury and has been over a point per game since coming back. Maybe yeah. reward one of those guys with a road trip for the, you know, with the NA. Hey, and there's if, w- worse things you could do than take a, a free trip first class to New York City and eat, and, and, <laughs> and hang around with yeah, the NHL guys. Yeah. And, yeah. and watch a game from a press box while getting the team meals and staying in the hotels. Worse, it's a little bit better <laughs> than, than uh, beef a roo in Rockford. Hey, you know, <laughs> it's it's real tough to, to cancel those Olive Garden reservations. Yeah, I'll tell you what. But look, I mean, I know. You know, the, the obvious is this like, oh, bring up Reichel. Well, no, because the plan is when he comes up, he's going to stay up. Yeah. So for for just for, you know, padding because of injuries. Yeah. I think a guy like like Brett Sini would be a great uh, a great call up. Throw throw him, you know, a, a few opportunities to be around the NHL guys. A few NHL game checks don't hurt either uh, because he's been he's been tremendous in Rockford. He's he's. I believe his last I saw still leading the team in points. He's up in the top top five, top three in the AHL in scoring. Like, give that give that guy uh, you know an opportunity to to you know practice and maybe find his way in the lineup. Who knows? Um, and 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 go from there. And, yeah, and then if you can get a guy that can maybe actually score, go on the bottom six. What the hell? Yeah, it, it can't hurt at this point. If not, he's another guy in the bottom six that can't score a goal. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. Right yeah, in. you don't lose anything with it. So right. And yeah. plus, I just checked. This would be. I think those guys are going to be chomping at the bit to get that call up for the f- free trip to New York because Rockford's in Iowa all weekend. Who the hell wants to be in Iowa I, in yeah. December? Send me to Madison Square Garden press box. Do, don't do me no favors. Sounds yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the leading scorers for Rockford. This is via uh, Hockey DB. I'm pretty sure this is updated. Uh, Brett Senny with uh, 23 points in 17 games. David Gus, 22 in 17 games. Lucas Reichel, uh, 19 points in 17 games. Uh, so, yeah, those guys uh, over a point per game. The other one over a point per game is Luke Phillip. Phillip. With 18 Phillip. points in 17 games. So, 
They're Rock filling up the Ice Rock Rockford Ice Hogs, number one scoring offense in the entire AHL right now. Woo! Over four goals a game. They lead the AHL in goals per game. That has not been the case Ever. in recent years. Ever. Arvid <laughs> yeah. Soderblom, when he gets returned, is going to be like, what is going on? Like, what is going on here? He's going to have I an offense have, in front like, of him. He's like, holy crap, I could give up three goals and still win a game? This is insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's for nice. For years, it's been what Rockford goalie is going to stand on his head, make 48 saves, and they're going to win 2-1. to one. Right. Now... They're getting in shootouts, and now they don't have the goaltending, so they're losing seven <laughs> to six or five to four. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, if they get when they get Soderbloom back, Soderbloom, Soderbloom, whatever, Soderbloom. When they get Arvid back, Arvid. <laughs> Prince Arvid, you know, they're, 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 they're going to be able to make a run. Foster's bringing that video for us. It's we got it. We got yeah, it. No, I know, but why? Why was he shooting his feet? Because he's a sh- he's part of Team Show Feet. He's a show feeder. Just uh, checking. No, he was. Uh, aside <laughs> from that, he no, was, no. Let's start the rumor. We'll let that. We'll let that be the reality. That's fine. She's definitely a Team. We'll show see if he's feet. listening. Chris we'll Foster's listening. huge in defeat. I saw Vosters in the uh, press box the other day, and I looked at him. and I go, I'm so glad November's almost over. And he's like, What do you mean? I just pointed at his face. And he goes, Scott Darling likes it. I'm like, okay, well. There's your first clue. (laughs) Yeah. Well. Facial hair guru, Scott Darling. (laughs) That guy, by the way, Scott Darling's beard makes him look like a fat guy. Yeah. It gives him like fat guy face, but then you see his body and he's real skinny. He's got, he's got, um, Big round cheeks. He's got chipmunk cheeks. Yeah. And And then he's got a giant, like, Viking beard. Big old red beard. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, uh, shout out, quick shout out, Team USA. Advances out of the group stage in the World Cup. Woo! Pew, pew, Way to go, footballers! For, for all man. of you, one, once every four year soccer fans. That's me. Yeah, I thought Kobe Jones was really great. Alexei <laughs> Lawless, oh man, pulling down to Fort, and uh, oh, I really love that Landon Donovan play. That was Tim awesome. Goalie yes. Howard. Howard. Tim yeah. Howard yeah. really held it down. Was, yes. He's a Forest Park native. Park Forest is he? One of the South two. side of Chicago. <laughs> he was a South <laughs> Suburbs guy, I believe. Tim Howard. Right? I don't, I don't know. know. I believe so. Yes. To, to the, the Google. To the internet. Just yeah. That is true, and Vossers is a feet guy. And that is, yeah. These are the things we have <laughs> yeah. learned. Team exactly. show feet. <laughs> I love the soccer updates from, from Jay Zawoski in 2007. Yeah, no, That's I know. I, I just, uh, at, at the last World Cup, like a lot of people, I'm like, that was cool. I should adopt a Premier League team, and I did, and I adopted Liverpool. And then for a while I was well, into it. Be, and I'm must like, be you know nice what? to adopt Liverpool, which was actually when I adopted for... Liverpool, they were not the. This was the pre Jurgen Klopp, mm, so wow. they had been kind of a eh, Jurgen Klopp is towards the top fetish. and always sort of falling yes. short. Yeah. Uh, they became what they are now during well, my tenure as a now, supporter. What they quotes. were a year and two years ago, they're now back to being average. Yeah, sure. Sorry, right, but but. I will say that the the glory happened after I jumped on. So, mm. yeah, no, I was wrong. So Tim Howard's from New Jersey. There That's was okay. Thing. There was a there was a Premier League goalie for a while that was from oh Brad Guzan. Someone f- that him, yeah, who oh. was from like the I believe Brad Guzan like, from like Bridgeview yeah. or Bridgeport, some, one of those south yeah. side south suburbs. I'm sure one Alex from from our CHGO Fire Show would know. Yeah, where's our fire podcast when we need that? Yeah, really. Oh, they're over there. They're just hanging out, waiting to be asked a soccer question. No, I just, for me, it was like, okay, it's cool, and I watch from a distance. It's just really hard for me to get up that early. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got in. I, I still somewhat follow Premier League. I'm, I'm a Spurs guy. I adopted them as Oh, no. 
I, I mean, as hell? a lifelong Cub fan, I was like, you know what? Let's oh. find another team that's going to get my hopes up and just <laughs> kick pain. me in the balls every now, year. Why? I never knew this. this is that, and I have, I have a good friend uh, who we are, lives. Uh, we are no, well, in, in good because we are no longer friends. So, so that's there, fine. There you go. I don't hang out with guys who listen to Train anyway, so we're wow. cool. Ooh, <laughs> wow. I prefer I, uh, my friends that have good taste. A number music. of years ago, I, I adopted Manchester United because I liked Wayne Rooney. And sure, I don't sure. Uh, Lawrence, what what does that mean about me? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you, 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 but you also like the Cowboys like the Yankees. too, right? I, so th- that's, that's, hey, blame my dad. Uh, All right. Brad, <laughs> Brad Guzan, Evergreen Park. Brad okay. Ah, okay. I knew it was one of those green forest sure. park thingies. Sure. Evergreen sure. Park. Yes, Brad Guzan. Nice. All right. This but is see, the Mario, most soccer you're, we've ever talked about. You're of the age, though, where, like, no Chicago teams were ever good when you were growing up. So it makes a lot of sense for you to adopt another. I see a lot of, a lot of, like, a lot of my, 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 um, my older cousins' kids, so like high school into college, they were all like just jump from team to team. They were fans of athletes, yeah, not so much fans of teams. I think that well, now with with the younger generation, now that is very much the case. Yeah, where oh, yeah. It's like someone will be like, "Oh, I just I like I like the Warriors because I like Steph Curry, like stuff like that." Well, because well, when we were growing up, you only saw Chicago teams. Right. The only time you saw other teams was when they were playing Chicago team. There wasn't internet packages where you could literally watch yeah. every single right, team yeah. you saw the cubs and socks and whoever they played or the bears whoever and they played also free agency wasn't as prevalent and right. so mm-hmm. guys played, played for, for 10 12 years yeah, exactly. yeah. you identified with them yeah well look at, at least to my credit i was i was born in wisconsin but i grew up in a household that cheered for the bears and and my dad was a huge cowboys fan when he was a kid so growing up in the 90s uh, being a cowboys fan was a good thing at, at that time. Yeah. It was um, the last time it was a good time to be a unfor- <laughs> Fortunately, I wasn't old enough to uh, remember and enjoy their last Super Bowls. Um, but for the Chicago uh, side of things, um, I, did, I, I do remember watching and, and cheering for uh, the final two uh, of, the, of the repeat, three-peat for the Bulls with Michael Jordan. Yeah. Glad you to barely remember those because that was my junior and senior year of high school. <laughs> Look, and hey, if we if it, I I we can keep going down the the rabbit hole of making you guys feel old. You with, don't have with, to go that far down. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to go that far down. Speaking of that, uh, yesterday, uh, this is not hockey related. We'll get back to the old hockey. I yeah, promise. It's an off day. There's not much going on. I was watching. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying again to watch The Sopranos, and I was on season three. And um, Paulie from the Rocky movies. Yeah, was oh, in yeah, it. I think I his name is Bert. Bert Young. Bert Young is Love in him. It, okay, Bert Young is currently eighty years old. Whew. So I looked up how old was Bert Young when Rocky came out. Rocky thirty six. Wow, jeez, that's crazy. He looked like a fifty five year old yeah. man. He was mm-hmm. the Arn Anderson of thirty six year old. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the other one that blows my mind, and if you know this, don't answer it. I'll quiz Lawrence. Mm. Tommy Boy, Bo yeah. Derek, oh, yeah. and Tommy Boy, right? Married Brian Dennehy and then was, spoiler alert, actually married to Rob Lowe. How <gasps> ah, old, man. You, in your mind's eye, how <laughs> old was Bo? Like, just give me, like, a roughly, how old was Bo Derek and Tommy Boy? Just top of your head, like, judging from your memory of what she looked like, how, how what would you age her at in that uh, movie? 43. She was 39. Damn. Oh. Yeah. Insane. 39 years she old. She looked like she could have been in her 50s. Yes. It's also, like... I bet you if I watched it now, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's good stuff right there." But <laughs> I mean, like, I when, you're, when you're 19 watching that movie, 39 year olds look like I don't know. I I, well, I I mean, just think of Seinfeld. Like all the actors in Seinfeld were like very 30s. young, and yeah. they seem like they were like, like early 40s, yeah. but they like 
looked very old. Do you guys follow the Wilford Brimley line on Twitter? That is yes. Do you know who hit the Wilford Brimley line today? Oh, today? No. Sports related. So we're getting back into the sports world. Shaquille O'Neal hit the <laughs> Wilfred Brimley line today. So, so Shaquille O'Neal is the exact age Wilfred Brimley was when Cocoon hit theaters. That's amazing. And, and Which was only 53. Was he 53? 53. I thought, he was, I thought it was that he was 49. Uh, or was I'll that when the movie was, when, that was, when it was filming? Because I thought the story was that he was, he was 49 when the movie, when he got the role, and the role he plays is a guy who is a retiree and then you know wants to you know live forever whatever the rest of the movie is i don't really know it that much because i'm too young <laughs> um but uh okay he was 50 years old nine months and six days yeah that's when there that it movie is was okay filmed. yeah so 50 years nine that's the wilford brimley line and he, he when you watch that movie you're like you think he's like a 75 70s, year old yeah. man and diabetes is a hell of a disease diabetes, diabetes. i have a wilford brimley diabetes <laughs> t-shirt Nice. You should bring it nice. one day. I can joke about that because I have it. I'm allowed to have it. <laughs> I don't know why. I'll remember diabetes. Yeah. All right. We should probably get back to hockey. Sure. If we want to. Yeah. Thanks for sticking around for that. But I mean, <laughs> seriously, it's a seven game losing streak. Let us give us a break for crying yeah, out. We need a break. We can, too. We can go off the rails. We're, we're, we're kind of getting tired of talking about losing just as much as you guys are tired of listening to us. talk. We don't about get losing. the ad reads that tell us to go off the rails anymore. So we, yeah, have, to, exactly. we have to do yeah. it in our content. Thank we'll you for a pre actually I've looked at the light. We've gained three live viewers since. See? Off, Should we so talk yeah. more uh, movie star age guessing games? Oof, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think we're losing region rev. I think she's bailing on us. Uh, well. She'll be back. She's our favorite. Sorry, rev. She's here all the time. No. Uh, by the way, if you are still here, smash that like button yeah. on the YouTube page. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, if you're listening on the podcast, make sure you subscribe. Don't miss tomorrow's well. episode where we talk about our favorite Vincent Van Gogh paintings. Ah, man. <laughs> tomorrow's episode, late night after dark, Beautiful. Hawks home game, yeah. mm-hmm. 8.30 puck drop against the Oilers. Um, I asked uh, uh, Jake McCabe, how do you stop Connor McDavid today? And he just laughed. <laughs> He's like, yeah, He's like uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you yeah, just kind of stay in your gaps. Man. Speaking of yeah. Sopranos, you hire a hitman. Yeah, exactly. After Utah uh, Jazz, send him a pizza. Yeah, I put that that video is in the Blackhawks beat piece today. If you want to check it out, unlocked uh, at allchgo.com, so everybody mm-hmm. can check that out. Um, but just kind of wanted to pick the brains of some of the veterans on the team of you know, what. How's it feeling in there? Like, what's the attitude? And uh, talked to Jack Johnson and talked to uh, Jake McCabe, and both of them just said, you know, Johnson was a little more. I think I would use, I hate to use the word defiant, but he said, fine, good. Yeah. Today was good. Like he was kind not of defiant, but like, I'm not going to sh- stern, not going to sh- show you my hand. Mm. Yeah. Kind of mm. like, oh yeah, everything's great. Why wouldn't it be great? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas sure. McCabe was more like, look, no one's happy. No one's happy that we've lost seven in a row, but in general, it's not, it's not a broken locker room. Sure. I think all of us have seen recently what a broken locker room can look like and this is not it and if you just watch them practice today they practice their ass off they did this drill where they went from blue line to goal line with the goalies and then had all the players line up to like cut off only a third side of the right wing boards and then they had three on three drills in that limited space super intense bodies were flying pucks were flying uh but Guys were laughing. Guys were having a good time. They were, you know, busting each other's chops when things didn't go well. And it got a little competitive. Like, there was a, a moment with Taves and... Shocking. 
think it was Reese Johnson, maybe mm. kind of bumped after a play and, you know, a little bit of attitude there. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know, no. and, and, and the fact that they're still competing and still playing hard and practicing hard. That's a good sign. We're going to play you uh, Luke Richardson's uh, press conference from today in its entirety. And he sort of talks about um, what you can look for in a team when a team is quit. It's very interesting. We'll get to it here in a little bit, but. Yeah, no, this isn't a lost locker room. This isn't a no. team that's given up. This is a team that's frustrated. They're not having a ton of fun because losing is not fun and, and winning winning is. And mm-hmm. so, but I think for the veteran guys, they know what this is. They know, they, they know what they got themselves into. So they're not like, it's not like this team came in with Stanley Cup aspirations. They're not the Colorado Avalanche going through this kind of struggle where they can be like, hey, this is not what they, these guys are like, yeah, this sucks, but, eh, you know, eh, kind of expected this. They're not going to say that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they have guys like Jake McCabe, guys like Jack Johnson can't be like too down on these guys because it, it is what it is. And they've been around this game long enough yeah. where they should know that. So the veteran guys are definitely doing their part. They're working hard every day because the second a Jake McCabe takes a, a game off, that's going to have a trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. That yeah. man will never take a day off. Like yeah. That guy is maybe the most professional professional hockey player I've ever <laughs> been around. Dude yeah. is just like... Even in the locker room afterwards, he's still got that intensity about him. He yeah. does have an intensity. He, is, he, yes. he like like when Derek King was here and talked about you know having that presence when you walk in a room. Jake McCabe commands your attention the second he walks in the room or steps on the ice. Yeah. He just has that tough guy, you know, machismo aura around him. But, but it's, it's not, not fake. No, yeah. he doesn't even have to do. No. He doesn't do anything. He just he just looks at you <laughs> and you're like, yes, sir. What can I go get you? <laughs> We talked about this before, Greg. If we were to list the Blackhawks we'd like to fight, be, I think Jay McKay would be on the bottom of that list. He'd be list. the last yeah. guy I'd want to fight on that team. And look at him today. When we were talking to him, he, he was getting uh, he was like halfway through getting dressed, so his shirt was off, and his right shoulder, like the bone is like jutting just from a, like an old injury. Mm. He, you, you could tell. He is just a battered... Yeah. Like he, I, I love Jake McCabe. I was thinking too, like maybe a topic for later in the year on an off day is who's your favorite hawk on this roster aside from Kane and Taves, uh, nice, right? Yeah. And I, I think he would be mine. I, I just, yeah. I love the way too. he plays. I love his attitude. I love his demeanor. Uh, I, I just really like, I, I like watching that dude play. And thinking about this, he on uh, this current roster, he's the guy I would least want to fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. can't think of a guy. Tenorti, maybe. He's got the reach. Tenorti's, yeah, because yeah, he's just a big dude. Yeah, he's got... S- Tenorti, McCabe, probably Kara. Uh, those are guys I, not, I would not want to uh, have to fight. The yeah. question is, does Max Domi have Ty's skull? I wouldn't want to fight Max Domi. Max Domi, he's, he's got, like, he's not big. He's he doesn't, doesn't seem like he's got his dad's... Stay, same, uh, you know, style and, and endurance in fights, but he'll... He'll go after He's you. Max Domi seems like the guy that would definitely fight dirty. Like sure. Bite you or, or mm-hmm. whack you in the nuts or something yeah. like that. Like, Throw a couple of He would blows. definitely take a shortcut to get an advantage in a one-on-one fight. See, maybe this could be uh, if the Hawks win a couple in a row, go around, around the locker room and be like, who's the last guy in this room you want to fight? <laughs> and just have, have dudes say, oh, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, have to think about it. We're going to get the surprising answer like, 
I wouldn't fight Philip Ruse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, Sutter Bloom. Uh, that, that. I would, uh, Say my name right. Watch Mackenzie and Whistle win that poll. Like that dude's got no family. He's got nothing yeah, to lose. Yeah, he's screw up in the streets. <laughs> he's been fighting, fighting in the streets, been fighting, fighting through the fighting, orphanage all those years, <laughs> fighting in the school of hot, hard knocks since yeah. since he was a child. Yeah, yeah. No, that's no. fun. Yeah, I. But yeah, if, if Max has the Ty Domi skull. Like if he got that from his dad and not his mother, yeah. that that moves him up the rank because you just could not hurt Ty Domi. Right, Chromatin you could just skull. Probert would just for minutes on end just wail on his skull and Ty would come out laughing. <laughs> like a different breed. Of that person. dude just has a yeah. rock with eyes. Uh, yeah, on yeah, top I of mean, his neck. McCabe when he when he came here last year, I was very excited about it because, um, you know, he's he's a guy that I I thought. You know, just played well in his career leading up to coming to Chicago, but just on terrible teams. Um, you know, he was he was part of the leadership group in Buffalo. Like it was, it, it was like a very uh, like unsung veteran signing. And yeah, he was coming off the the the, the knee injury, which obviously in, in hindsight hampered him last year. Hampered him, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, but you know, having him come in. Uh, and and have ties to Chicago, like it wasn't just some some ran, you know just a random uh, signing. Like like he has ties to Chicago. He he, he basically lives in Chicago and lived in Chicago in the summers, even though you know he was he was playing in a, in, in Buffalo. You know he's from from Wisconsin, so not not too far away, and was excited to come to, to Chicago and be be part of the Blackhawks. And I think that's why for me, um, aside from being a Badger. Uh, I was excited for him to be here just in the city because he he had that like passion. I remember he's I remember in an interview before last season he said like watching the Cubs win the win the World Series and and um, not not being there for it but being around the city that that year that summer was so inspiring and he said like I want to come to Chicago and I want to be part of a championship team in Chicago. Now that being said. That's going to be far away, and I don't know if McCabe is going to be part of this team when the Blackhawks are back to that standard. Maybe he'll be an assistant coach. Maybe, maybe he could be. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm happy that he's here. Uh, I still think he's, you know, uh, I think he's one of the one of the more hardworking players, one of the more consistent players, even if it's not flashy. Like he's he's one of the guys that you can kind of rely on night in and night out. That the effort's always going to be there, and the role he plays, the way he plays. He's a guy that's going to be able to do it. I know he was signed by the prior GM. Yeah. The he who shall not be named. Um, but when you look at the, you know, we, we've talked a lot about the kind of guys that Kyle Davidson has brought into this team, starting with Sam Lafferty in every transaction since. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if part of that is knowing that he needed high character, high compete guys to get through a season like this where it's going to be five in a row, seven in a row, maybe 10 in a row at some point. You know what I mean? Mm. And there's going to be those big streaks where he knows he's got guys that regardless of outcome, regardless of situation, you're going to get close to 100% from them all the time. Yeah. And and I think looking back on it now, and maybe if we can get some time with Kyle, we could ask him, like, hey, did you kind of build this roster to be able to withstand emotionally losing streaks? Because if this is a team with... Alex Nylander and, and guys who you have to kind of like shoot with adrenaline before even a playoff game would begin. Mm-hmm. How are those guys going to be 
during a really tough span. So you've got right. Lafferty and Dickinson and and McCabe and and, and guys like that. Jack who, Johnson too. And Jack, Jack Johnson is yeah. always smiling. Character dudes. Always smiling. Mm-hmm. And character matters, especially when things get tough. And then when things get good, it's great to have, right? Mm-hmm. And that's another part of the element that uh, the Blackhawks had during the dynasty was those guys were just going to try harder than everybody. Yeah. It Not pay- only are they more skilled, they're going to work harder too. Yeah. It, it the, the the character, if it's there when you're when, when things are tough, when things get better, it just picks everything up. And, and that's when you see teams, teams that have that and they go through a tough stretch uh, and 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 they they pick it back up. They turn it around. They can go on a stretch the opposite direction. You know, lose five six in a row. They go back. They win six seven in a row. You know, when when things really get snow get snowball in the right direction. When you have those kinds of players, like it just it just makes everything better. The 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 locker room atmosphere is better. The the food is better. You know, it it all just it all just works better. Uh, when 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 things are going well for those those kinds of guys, we've got a chat from Jay Serio who says, "I know you guys like to keep Reichel and Rockford. I think that's hurting his development, and feel that bringing him up to the first line with uh, Taves and Kane would help his progress. It looks like he's getting discouraged in Rockford, and I feel that the Hawks will eventually trade him because they didn't draft him. Ah, eh, no, I don't. I don't think that's true. You know, look, I I think that they're counting on him as a piece of the future. There is no reason for him to be up here now, aside from." appeasing the fans right yeah and maybe appeasing him a little bit but he talked about it what was it two or three weeks ago where he had a terrible game and all the Hawks scouts were there and everybody saw it and he said I there's so much stuff I have to get better at still mm-hmm. yeah he can score and he can skate and he can do all those things yeah but you want him to be a complete player and we've seen what can happen when prospects are rushed and if, if he over marinades a little bit I'd rather that then rush him up here, have him fail, have him lose his confidence, and then be part of a team that's getting clobbered every night. That is not good for development. Yeah. And it's he, just not. He played his worst game of the season that day game when Kyle Davison and company were there. Yeah. So, you know, he, 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 I don't think he's lived up to his own standards, let alone the team standards for the duration of this season so far. He's been inconsistent. He's still averaging over a point per game, but. It's like he he'll go two games without a point and then have a three point game, mm-hmm. you know. He's been inconsistent down there. He, he so, you know, and some of that could be that he's discouraged that he's not up here. But you know, it's okay <clears throat> the way they're handling. As you said, Jay, maybe overdevelopment is better than not develop enough. Two years of AHL hockey as a teenager is not going to be bad for you. Right. Like, that will definitely... A 19- and 20-year-old coming over from Europe. Yes, exactly. That that will definitely uh, prepare you for the NHL. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of times people say the AHL is harder to play in than the NHL just because of... The way the game is played, it's it's more it's more sometimes more physical it is, because yeah. you're 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 playing in a league that's full of guys that are those tweeners that are like oh maybe you know at the NHL level maybe they're just a fourth line bruiser but in the AHL like they get more minutes so they get more opportunity to bruise you up in a, in a game and they're gonna take that opportunity and because that's their path to, to the NHL in the AHL exactly and you got guys fighting for their NHL dreams. You know, either it's their last opportunity or they're guys like Reichel where it's like they're trying to push and break through and get up to the roster. So having him there, um, having him be part of 
a Rockford team, a Rockford offense, like we mentioned earlier, that is the best in the league right now. Having a, a Rockford team that's winning games, that is, you know, the, the opportunity to to win and be in that kind of culture, be in a potentially down the road a, a playoff push, like that's all very valuable. And I would much rather him feel like he's. I would much rather him seem like he's spending too much time in the AHL, but be over a point per game player, be close to leading the team in points, have the team in a playoff position. I'd much rather him play that role than, oh, he's going to be on the second or third line for this Blackhawks team and endure losing 13 of 15 games, endure a, a locker room that is, you know, maybe not in the best of spirits. I would much rather him experience yeah. good things in Rockford than rough times in Chicago Be, this season. Being a point-per-game guy in Rockford for three months is better than coming up to the NHL and not getting a point for nine games. Right. Play, sure, playing, he's learning 12, to play 13, at the NHL, but... Playing 12, 13, 14 minutes is, yeah. is not as... In the NHL, is not as good as until you top start, line in the age. Keep him down there until there is a permanent spot in the top six open, and then you put him in the top six and you leave him there. Sure. Lucas Reichel playing third or fourth line in the NHL is not that it's not great for him right now. So wait till March if you have to, or wait till there's an injury on the top six, God forbid. You start trading away these top six guys, then you bring them up and you put them up there. Granted, he's not going to yeah. be playing with a lot of other top six guys, but playing top six roles in minutes in the NHL is what he should be doing. Well, Chris is with us every show, and it says, I don't think there's anything wrong with Reichel getting another quick stint like last year in the NHL, especially if there are more injuries, then get Reichel back on the AHL roster for the playoffs. It doesn't have to be binary NHL or NHL all season. I kind of agree with that, but I will say they very specifically said when Reichel's up, he is staying up. Mm -hmm. There will be no more yo-yo up and down with Lucas Reichel. That's from Kyle Davidson. So the plan is for it to be Rockford until it's not. And look, maybe that's January 1st. Maybe it's the trade deadline. Maybe it's just the beginning of next year. Whenever it is, yeah. they don't want him to be doing the Rockford Chicago shuffle. They want him here forever. I'm with you, Chris. I think maybe now wouldn't be a horrible time to give if if they're willing to give Reichel just a handful of games while people get healthy. Okay, I don't have I don't have a huge issue with that. But they've said mm -hmm. once he's here, he's here to stay. So that that's kind of what I'm. I'm basing my opinions off right, of. and basically, Davidson in his track record right now is when he says he's going to do something or not do something, uh, he sticks to that. So I don't think that they're going to waver. And while we're talking about our buddy Chris, Chris Dubil, I want to give him a shout out for killing it, filling in for Gene Honda, yeah, yeah, uh, at the PA for the Hawks games. Great job, Chris. Been awesome seeing you there. Seems that he always gets the the cool substitute duty. Last year he got the do the PA for the Taves 1000th uh, game, and he got to do PA duties for the host of retirement ceremony. Nice. So good work if you can That's get it. Good. But awesome job, Chris, filling in for the legendary Gene Honda, who's had the tough assignment of having to do the PA announcing for the Maui Classic over there. Oh, mm. man. The Poor Maui Invitational. Oh, I That's love rough. Ooh. Yeah. That's he gets rough. some good gigs. So. Hey, should we uh, get paid? Do some uh, do Yeah, some I think we should. I mean, if, if, sure. All right. Should I start? Since I, since, I, since, since I since I brought, brought it up, up. Right. Floor, I don't know if we want to go in the order or not. But all right, yeah, hey, cornholers, cornholers <laughs> out there, if you love to play cornhole or bags or whatever you call it, uh, where you're from, uh, you're gonna be setting yourself up nicely with a pair of cornhole boards from our friends at Shy Town Cornhole. 
Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, the number one cornhole provider for Chicagoland and Illinois since 2007. I'm going to try and see how many times I've seen cornhole in this read. Uh, Their signature box-style design can be digitally printed, covered in vinyl, and painted to whatever design you want. They come with uh, built-in drink holders, which is great. Those uh, right there in the back of the boards. They have the LED lights around the hole so you can see it at night for all these nighttime cornholers. And the exterior handles on the outside of the boards because they are not made with cheap materials. They are nice, sturdy, handcrafted, uh, wooden, heavy, good things uh, with the the cornhole boards. And they have the scorekeepers on the back too, kind of abacus style. So if you're getting good use out of the drink holders, you can keep score with those and uh, be able to uh, keep it Keep it nice and uh, nice and keep the mental math out of things. Uh, they are veteran owned and operated, which is great. They can ship anywhere and offer local pickups. And they specialize in corporate designs for your company's next marketing or social event. Uh, they make great wedding gifts, gifts for all occasions, and especially for tailgaters and backyard barbecues. Um, or if you're going to uh, a CHGO tailgate, you'll see the Chi-Town custom cornhole boards out there with our uh, CHGO monikers on them. And as I mentioned, the tailgate, you see Chicago versus Green Bay, December 4th. On Sunday, it's going to start at 8.30. Be there. Food and drinks included in your ticket. It's going to be a great time. Uh, for those cornhole boards uh, from Chi-Town Custom Cornhole, check out their website. It is chitowncornhole.com. And be sure to follow them on Instagram at Chi-Town Custom Cornhole Boards. And if the sun's getting in your eyes while cornholing, you should check out our friends Shady Rays who uh, sent us some awesome uh, examples of their products here in the office. Everybody's rocking their Shady Rays. Mm-hmm. I left mine over at, um, at the table, sorry. Uh, but Shady Rays never understood why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it, and God bless it, that's exactly what they did. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered Shady Rays are premium polarized shades featuring world-class optical clarity. Oh, thank you, sir. Uh, there they are. And they have, sub- besides having substantial durability, they have styles for everyone and every lifestyle, including these awesome breast cancer awareness pink Shady Rays that nice. I picked up. Not just for October. Not just for October. They are all year round. There we go. We'll throw these on. See if I can Beautiful. still read. Hey, nice. Yeah, look at that. Go. Good. Go. Styling. Best part about Shady Rays, they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. If you lose or break your shades on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Did you drop them in a lake like Mario has done? Did you lose <laughs> them off one of the many cliffs found in the Chicagoland area? Anything, they will replace them. Even with that strong of a protection program, they still manage to make quality that I could tell you from wearing on my head right now. They are just as good, if not better, than any of the expensive brands on the market. And Shady Ray's customers agree with that. They have given them over 200,000 five-star reviews. That's lots of stars. Shady Ray's also provides 10 meals to fight hunger in America with every order place that have donated over 20 million meals to date. That's freaking awesome. They stand behind their product, and they told our team that if anyone has a problem with their product, they will throw profit right out the window, their giant window at the Shady Ray's factory. They will do whatever it takes to get it right. They got to have a a big window to test their their sunglasses in. Free returns and exchanges. You either love the shades or Shady Rays will ship them back 
We'll pay you to ship them back. That's it, and exclusively for our listeners. That's you. Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. Use the promo code CHGO at checkout for 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. I'm no math wizard, but that's buy one, get one free in my world. Mm -hmm. You can get two pairs of these awesome Shady Rays for as low as 54 bucks over at ShadyRays.com. All right, and before we wrap up, I want to remind everybody – um, that if you uh, followed my DraftKings Sportsbook bet last night and got uh, um, Tage Thompson and Brandon Hagel as anytime goal scorers, you would have won Hey-o. like I did on that same Hey-o. game parlay. It's time to light the lamp this winter with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet just 5 bucks pregame money line on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. If that wasn't enough excitement, turn those small bets into bigger payouts with those same game parlays. That's what I'm talking about. Thompson, Hagel, that's a parlay. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code CHGO. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $150 back in free bets if they do only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. I know I said we're going to play Luke Richardson in his entirety, but we're not because we're out of time. So I may post (laughs) that on uh, soccer rant. Yeah, sorry. Uh, It was good stuff. I'm going to throw it up uh, if they'll let me on the CHGO underscore Blackhawks Twitter account. If you want to watch that, it might be too long, but we'll figure things out. I think we have the ability to put a longer video on there. So look for that on the CHGO underscore Blackhawks Twitter. Reminder, uh, my Blackhawks beat piece came out today. We've got Hawks history, rebuild report, all coming up this week at allchgo.com. Great time to become a diehard to save money on the tailgate and Mm -hmm. some fun stuff coming up on the horizon. You're not going to want to miss. Allchgo.com is your home for all of it. We want to thank you for listening. Remember, we're with you after tomorrow night's Hawks-Oilers game 8.30 8.30 puck drop at the United Center. Game so is on you, TNT. Yeah, game on TNT. Eddie O will be in the building. Maybe they'll acknowledge it mm. this time. We'll see. Um, but just if you've got tickets to the game, keep that in mind. 8.30 puck drop. Hawks Oilers at the United Center on Wednesday. And we'll be on the air as soon as the game ends on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.